0: Hey, it's Nelson. And this is Monica. Welcome to the Seattle Foodie podcast, the show where we talk about the Seattle food scene and the people and businesses behind it. We eat all the food and share our insights with you. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get to it. Hey, everyone. It's another show. Episode 18. Monica, what's happening? Not a whole lot. Uh, my mom just hopped
1: on a plane this morning. So it's been a long, great visit, but things are finally getting back to normal. Oh, you kicked the
0: woman out the door, huh?
1: <laughs> no, I would love to have her. She's a great dishwasher. She like washed all the dishes in my house, like all the time. <laughs> 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 and it's okay. Cause I was cooking, so... I was cooking a lot, but still it's really nice to like, every time you walk in and out of the kitchen, there's like no dishes in the sink, which is weird.
0: Oh, nice. So, um, that just means help wanted dishwasher. Exactly for
1: Monica. For Monica, Monica <laughs> home cook extraordinaire, is looking for reliable and thorough dishwasher.
0: <laughs> no, I saw your stories on Instagram, and your mom looks so sweet. And she she looked like she had a great time. <laughs> yeah, she was, was really cute. Oh, cute. Well, welcome to our show. In case uh, you guys missed it, we have a new intro and some new intro music. We're trying it out. We may like it. We may not like it. We might change it over several times. I don't know what's going on, but it's our 18th episode. We're excited. We've got a couple of events. We got an awesome interview with Lumpia World of Food Truck Fame in Seattle with Derek Ellis. That's going to be later on in the show. But Monica, we've got a couple of recaps and some events going on. And why don't you start off? Yes. So our biggest
1: recap has to do with Blazing Bagels and it's an event that you and I and a number of foodie influencers attended in Redmond uh, last week. And it was an opportunity not just to try out a lot of the food that Blazing Bagels is putting out because they don't just do bagels, but also to learn more about production and the origin story. I was really struck because I didn't know the origin story of the business. And um, it was really emotional um, to hear the owner, Dennis Ballin, talk about it. Um, What did you love about the
0: event well first of all full disclaimer i've been eating blazing bagels for i don't know 10 years now because i used to work just the exit up from their main headquarters so whenever i had time i used to work and have a little gap in the morning i would go down to the blazing bagels and get a couple breakfast bagels and, mm. and and some bagels for my for my coworkers. what i loved about this event is that they just didn't feature their bagels they featured other things like yeah they had Greek almond French toast on challah bread. It is not called mm. challah. It's challah, Monica, just to let everybody know. I love their bagel dogs. I'm a big fan. I've had them before. And they also had other things too. Apple sweet cake, salted caramel brownies, mm-hmm. lemon bars, and they have their addicted Parmesan garlic bagel chips. Those were so addicting. I think I ate that in like 15 minutes. So... <laughs> I just love that they, they feature other things. And I know that they, they have other things other than just bagels. Cause I've came down for like the Reuben sandwich and other Mm -hmm. things. And I thought it was a great night. Annie eats food organized it all for the foodie influencer event. They were giving out prizes. You want a t-shirt and a hat. I want a sweatshirt. We got to see how bagels are made and how they were baked. It's, I thought it was phenomenal. I, I really had fun in their headquarters.
1: Yeah, I absolutely had fun as well. And you know, Nelson, I mean, I'm just starting to get over to the east side more and more. And like Redmond is kind of like deep in it for me on a weeknight, past my bedtime, driving around in the dark after work. Um, But I thought it was totally worth it. And that's one of the reasons that I committed to going to the event. Um, Really great
0: people out there. Before I even forget, they are featuring a breakfast sandwich right now. It is called the Blazing Uli's on the Beacher's. It's kind of a play on words. It's featuring Uli's bacon sausage, egg, and beecher's flagship cheese and it's all on their new blueberry bagel. So it's a breakfast sandwich with Uli sausage and beecher's cheese. I I think it's great. I also want to let you everyone know, Blazing Bagels is having a giveaway right now and they're giving away 10 $25 gift cards. To enter, I believe Monica and I are both in in the promotion. Just enter either at Moni B Seattle or at Nelson Eats, depending on which one you like, in the giveaway. <laughs> no pressure, you guys. No pressure. The benefit for us is that whoever gets the most votes gets a sandwich named after us for a whole month. I would mm-hmm. want to call my sandwich the full Nelson. Mm-hmm. And if a sandwich is too much, get the half Nelson. What do you think, Monica? <laughs> I think that's
1: adorable and well thought out. Um, I'm not sharing my potential name because I also think for me... I'm thinking about a name in connection with the ingredients Uh matter. And so I didn't want to get too far ahead of myself. So I do have some ideas, but I'm not sharing. I I do love full and half Nelson though.
0: Nice. Nice. So the lettuce Monica sandwich sounds like, (laughs) sounds great to me. I think you guys should go for at Nelson eats in my opinion.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're not going to get too, too competitive because we are, you know, partners in this podcast. And so um, vote, vote with your heart, folks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm just, I'm just kidding everyone. But yeah, definitely vote, enter one of our names or enter any of the other people's names that are competing. And you will get an entry into one of the 10 gift cards that they're handing out for $25. Just trust me, $25 at Blazing Bagels goes a long Mm -hmm. way. So. Yeah. And that that contest ends on January 15th. Yes, correct. On Tuesday. And they'll draw a name. Monica, I also want to let you know, I'm also doing an individual giveaway that comes out on Monday. I got a chance this past week to visit Snout & Co., the food truck. And they were there in Bellevue at the Bellevue Food Pods. My friend and I both had the Cuban sandwich and the Seattle Cuban sandwich. And I've had these before. I'm a big fan of the Cuban sandwiches. Mm -hmm. One of the best things is their mojo pork with their smoked mango serrano uh, sauce and it has a little bit of kick and I really enjoyed it when I dipped the sauce into those Cuban sandwiches. Mm -hmm. The other thing that was really good about it is that I've gotten a lot of Cuban sandwiches before that are just dry because of the pork and because of the ingredients. This was really a moist sandwich to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, you, we already know I'm a huge fan of Snout Co. Um, I did a giveaway, I think, uh, late last year. Um, I've known the owner, Lee Scott, for, for many, many years and could not agree more about that smoked uh, Serrano mango sauce. Um, it is on my list of favorite things and will continue to be, and it always has a place in my kitchen
0: and like i said be on the lookout on my personal page on nelson eats monday i'm going to have the giveaway and then i'm going to draw a winner on on friday and so you're going to get a bottle of that sauce as i mentioned and as well as a 25 dollars gift certificate all right monica that's our pretty much our recap for this past week how about we get into the events Yes, time for events. Um, Why don't you start? Because I think you have a
1: couple great ones that I think people love to hear about.
0: Yep. Normally, we talk about our events or pop-ups because they occur on the weekend. But this one actually starts at the beginning of the week. So starting Monday... Okay. January 14th, Marseille in the Melrose Market, which is on 15 Melrose Avenue, will be hosting a pop-up by Senkaku Onigiri Cafe. Starting January 14th, every Monday and Tuesday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., you can now purchase delicious onigiri. So what is onigiri? Onigiri are Japanese rice balls usually made from sushi rice and are stuffed with various fillings and are formed into different shapes. The onigiri that I commonly get are usually shaped in like triangles, but you can also get them in like uh, cylindrical rice balls or any other shape monica looking at their instagram posts on the Sankaku instagram some of the flavors include salmon shiso shiso yuzu kosho ume combo bonito and much more did i butcher that in japanese i i think i failed my japanese class in middle school i was i was trying not to giggle too much i was trying to giggle quietly so yeah well y'all know
1: that we giggle a lot on the show or at least i do <laughs> Um, no, that was pretty good, Nelson. Good job. Good oh, appreciate job. Appreciate it. That that sounds really exciting. And, you know, in Hawaii, um, I'm also half Japanese, but I grew up in Hawaii, and so onigiri is a big part of, like, just regular food that we eat. Um, and so I'm, I've always been a fan of the triangle one, and some of my earliest memories, um, happiest memories are me being at the beach with the family, and we'd always bring, you know, stuff to eat. And there's something about eating onigiri on the beach. It just tastes saltier, and just food tastes, like, ten times better for some reason you're because you're hot and you know you're hungry and need to be hydrated and I don't know it just it just always takes me back to sitting on the beach eating onigiri so
0: yeah
1: anyway those happy memories
0: the salmon shiso is the one I'm really interested in because when I eat onigiri I usually get the one with the the fish inside and mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's really good Mondays and Tuesdays and I think it's from now until indefinitely so. Mm-hmm. I think you should head down to the Melrose Market. It's it's kind of a fun place to walk through. They've mm-hmm. they've also got Rain Shadow Meats down there, as well as a couple other things. Taylor Shellfish is also around there, as well as Homegrown. A couple other places, too. So, yeah, mm. it's a fun place. I like the Melrose Market. Cool. i looking forward to that pop-up. Yes. All right. How about Monica? We got a grand opening you want to tell us about? Yeah, so 85
1: Degrees, Bakery and Cafe is having a grand opening in Chinatown. So no longer, we don't have to go to South Center or Linwood for our Taiwanese pastry cravings. They're officially having their grand opening at their international district location starting at 9 a.m. on Friday, January 18th. The bakery will be selling 10 cent, 10 cent. Ice sea salt coffees, and we'll be giving away mugs and tote bags.
0: Um, that's pretty exciting, Nelson. Um, have you been there for the soft opening yet? I still haven't been to the soft opening because I haven't been in the International District or mm-hmm. Chinatown um, recently. Man, I'm so excited that I don't have to drive all the way out to South Center for for this for this stuff. And man, I am such a sucker for tote bags. Let me tell you. <laughs>
1: So, okay. You love tote bags. You love enameled
0: pins. (laughs) I just, Hey, I'm just, I love grocery shopping bags. So I I love it. So, but no, the 10 cent ice sea salt coffees. Those are, those are awesome. I, Mm -hmm. I would, I'd be happy to pay regular price, but when they're 10 cents, I mean, you can't beat that.
1: Yeah, um, I tried to make it to um, the soft opening. In fact, I was in Chinatown one day and came pretty close, but I think I made it at like 322 or something like that. So I didn't make it. But, you know, I've been watching stories and people go by and I think, um, shout out to Seattle Bites, I think she and her family might have been there either on Sunday or Saturday at, at opening, which is 9am currently for the soft opening. And there was like nobody there. And like the selection, like we would never get that selection at South Center Linwood because those stores are always so busy (laughs) I was amazed there were things that I never seen before and I'm like oh god I gotta get over there
0: your favorite 85 degrees pastry
1: I don't know that I have a favorite Nelson because like every time I go or my family brings me stuff because they stand in line, but not me. Um, it's always different stuff. So I don't feel like I can say like there's a favorite favorite. Um, what about you?
0: Oh, mine's the one with the hot dog inside
1: it. <laughs> I'm <laughs>
0: such a sucker for anything with the pastry and the hot dog inside. Any, it, It's not just 85 degrees, but it's like any Chinese pastry. And I don't know totally. why Chinese bakeries have the hot dog. I mean, it's, it's not like... <laughs> it's not like like when we, my parents from Hong Kong, like had hot dogs all over the place in Hong Kong and Macau. I don't get it, but mm-hmm. it seems to be the favorite protein tube of choice for Chinese people.
1: <laughs> wow, um, my favorite is in Hawaii. Um, often we can get these at convenience stores and pretty much anywhere. But it's uh, Chinese sausage or so lap chong mm-hmm. inside yep. like a manapua inside a manapua filling. Um, so manapua for us is you know like this. It's kind of like a bao bun, and it's light and fluffy dough. But they also wrap that around the the Chinese sausage. And there's something about that greasiness and fattiness, just sort of mixing with that dough, that light dough that just. I just love those. I can't find those here.
0: Yeah, and when I was a kid, that's what we had. We had Lop Chung bao, and that was mm-hmm. that. And they were steamed. They, the not not the yeah. ones that were baked, but it was the steam. Yeah, so steamed. the white the white dough mm-hmm. around it, like the siu bao that we have now. And yeah. um, that's what I used to love. But I don't know how it evolved into hot dogs. I think I think I know I mean, why. It's cheaper to use the hot dogs. But I I love it. <laughs> Anything, any, any tube shaped meat protein is my kind of thing, Mm -hmm. sausages, hot dogs, whatever. So when you got that. I'm I'm sold.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, we're just putting the word out there too. You heard it from both Nelson and I. So if anyone who who makes pastries out there want to start making um, that that Lup bao, like let us know, and yeah. we're all in.
0: Chinese pastries. I'm all about the savory ones. So give mm-hmm. me the green onion ones. Give me the give me the ones with the hot dogs. Give me with the the ham and corn corn and cheese. I mean, just give me those ones. You guys can have you guys can have the coconut buns and the sweet ones. I want the savories. Just just. <laughs> I like both. <laughs> Monica is Switzerland. She's neutral. She likes, it all. She
1: likes them all. <laughs> okay. Uh, before we get uh, to, to some of the other pieces of the podcast, I, I do have one more event to promote, if that's okay, Nelson.
0: Absolutely. Go for
1: it. Yeah. It's called Timeless Taiwan. And on Saturday, January 19th, from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the UW, University of Washington Hub Ballroom the Taiwanese Overseas Student Association will be hosting Timeless Taiwan. It's an experience of nostalgia featuring Taiwanese eats, games, craft, and entertainment. And some of the vendors include businesses like Seattle's Best Tea and Kiki Bakery. Um, have in, Nelson, you've spent some time at Kiki Bakery in uh, U District, right?
0: Yes, home of the Seattle croissant tayaki, Kiki yes. Bakery. And they have some... Yeah. Not they just don't have the croissant yakis, but they also have some really mm-hmm. other cute bakery goods too. Um, you're gonna get some cheesecakes and some other mm-hmm. cakes, and they make them and they make animal shapes out of those cakes too as well. So it's worth a visit if you have never been to Kiki Cafe.
1: Yeah. So there's a Kiki by me um, in North Seattle, and that one is kind of near um, Asian Food Center. And what I love about walking into Kiki Bakery is I love looking at the cakes. And so one of the favorite cakes I love looking at, but I've never bought because I've had no, never, no reason to, is uh, the Doraemon cake. And it's decorated so cute. And like, <laughs> in, everybody's just like, look, it's Doraemon. And it's like, okay, well, one day I'll get that for my for my birthday. Uh, yeah. But also they have a uh, really spongy cakes that remind me in some ways of like Japanese cakes, really light uh, jelly roll, um, lightly cream filled ones. And um, I-, I love mm-hmm. those jelly roll ones. Um, so anyway, back to yeah. the event. Admission to the event is free, but vouchers are required for purchase of food, games, and crafts. And those can be purchased either online or at Red Square University of Washington.
0: Perfect. So, okay, Monica, Red Square is pretty big. So I'm guessing it's probably closer to one of the libraries probably. I would think where so. The tickets.
1: Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I think they haven't been more specific than that. So I think if people, instead of just walking around trying to figure that out, if possible, I, I'd purchase those online ahead of time.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. if For those that haven't been there, I'm U double alum. So Red Square is this huge, Huge place, <laughs> open spot. So I definitely recommend that you purchase the tickets online. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's pretty much all the events for this upcoming week. Grab some onigiri, get some pastries, and check it, go to UW and check out some events down there. Monica, we have, as I mentioned, a fun interview that you did. Why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more about it?
1: Absolutely. Our interview today is with Derek Ellis from Lumpia World. And Lumpia World is a business that started out catering in Renton, and they eventually evolved to have food trucks and food trailers and a storefront in Federal Way. And so you'll hear a little bit about the journey of the business and where they're going. And here's our interview. Hello everyone, we're here today with Derek Ellis, owner and operator of Lumbia World. Lumpia World has a number of food trucks and food trailers in the greater Seattle area and also a storefront in Federal Way. Welcome to the show, Derek.
2: Thank you for having me so much, we really appreciate you
1: really happy to see you here today yeah. um, I was trying to think about it and I can't really quite put my finger on how long we've known each other can you
2: I want to say at minimum nine years nine years it's been at least that because we've been going since we've, we've been going for 12 years so uh, actually I want to say maybe 10. <laughs> It's 10, yeah, even longer. It was early on yeah. when we... it's when you, know,
1: you guys had the uh, the walk up window at uh, Renton where you could go and pick up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yours. yeah. So that's literally ten years, <laughs> 10 that's years ago. Ten years ago. Right there. All right. Right there. Yeah. And yeah. I remember the first time I met you. It was at Seattle Center, and you had your table out, and you were out yeah. there frying Olympia, and I'm just like, who is that? I'm on Lumpia. I'm on. Let's go see what this guy knows about Lumpia. <laughs> and, That's real. And you were so great that day. You were smiling. You explained a lot of things to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but for our listeners, why don't you tell us a little bit about how Lumpia World got started? And for those who have never heard of it, maybe what Lumpia is.
2: You got it. Well, the way uh, we'll start out, I guess, with what Lumpia is. Uh, my my version is just this a Filipino style pastry uh, that we use as a kind of like a blank canvas, and we put some wacky, delicious ingredients together. Uh, you know, to catch you off guard, you know, that's kind of what we want to be, a kind of out of the box. We want to take something traditional and just put a lot of love to it and just, you know, catch you off guard, tap you on the shoulder, you know, with some flavor and and what you wouldn't expect if you would normally go to, say, a regular lumpia truck, mm-hmm. you know. Of course, you have the traditional flavors, again, we want it to be what, to lumpia what 31 flavors is ice cream, so to speak. Oh, okay. So, yeah, okay. so, like, a, how we explain it to our, our fans is just a Filipino-style pastry, roll form. Mm-hmm. It's similar to an egg roll, just visually only, Mm -hmm. so to speak. But taste-wise and everything Mm -hmm. else is completely different for me because there's no egg in the wrappers. Uh, Traditionally, it's more like bean sprouts Mm -hmm. and cabbage and things of that nature. So we wanted to kind of take it up a couple of notches, which kind of plays into my background and uh, my wife. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of a neat little story because uh, I graduated from the Art Institute with fashion design. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, I grew up. Seen you know my mom and grandma make clothes and stuff uh-huh. and so it was fascinating to me but I had a friend uh, that introduced me to telecommunications completely out of my field um, and after a while I, I decided to kind of look into the opportunity at that particular time the very day that uh, I had the interview mm-hmm. after the interview I had to go to the bathroom Well, I bumped into my wife, uh, well, not my wife at the time, literally she was coming around the corner, I was coming around the corner, I bumped into her, papers went everywhere so I have to pick it up. But at that time I made the decision that, hey, I want to work here, I was like, she's this, this is a very attractive oh. lady, you know? So, so after that, you know, since I was the new guy on the block for, for such a long time, keep in mind, she used to bring Mubia to the office, but uh-huh. since I was <laughs> a new guy, they would never tell me about it until the very end after <laughs> there was just the, the, the crumbs and stuff like <laughs> it. So I never ever got the opportunity to try it there, and, and I asked her out. We, we kind of clicked early mm-hmm. on. And I asked her out for about a year and a half. And she told me, no, any kind of way that you can imagine. <laughs> any kind of way you can imagine. And so, uh, long story short, uh, finally, after about a year and a half, she agreed. After we stopped talking, but everybody knew we'd be a great couple. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of corralled us together. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we went out. Uh, I made lunch for her first time. Just simple sandwiches and chips, you know, mm-hmm. kept it real simple. Well, then it was her turn. Well, she comes over, she makes, like, this jasmine rice, which, you know, has that fragrance mm-hmm. to it. I never had it before. And then she made Mubia. Mm-hmm. At that time, uh, she just made the ground steak version of it. Yeah. And I was watching her put all this together and I was just in awe. But I lived downtown in a studio <laughs> right above the ACT Theater connected to the Washington State Convention Center. Mm-hmm. And uh, all my friends in the building was like knocking on their door. Hey, you know, what, what is, what is that smell? You <laughs> know, I'm smell. like, it's You know, so we give them a couple and they come back and while we're eating and I'm like, man, this is like so good. So this is what I was missing all this time. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, can you make it again tomorrow? You know, so I had like a week straight, right? But then something dawned on me because I'm from the South, right? And so I was like, man, what can we do something with this Mm -hmm. you know because you know advancing it forward a bit she would bring it to like potlucks and things like that and I would see it be the first thing to go I was like okay we're in sales here at uh, MCI at the time before it was MCI work on and I was like I I saw an opportunity I'm like why don't we you know do something with this and Mm -hmm. she was like well it's just lumpy and I'm like well, to me, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I think if I took that back home, there were people, like, go crazy over that. So I said, okay, well, watch this. So mm-hmm. um, I uh, looked up the name. Well, I have, I still have the same book mm-hmm. that we first started with, all these different names. But one that stood out to me was Lupia World, and yeah. it was available. So I immediately reserved the URL <laughs> for it. And then uh, I was talking to my buddy, hey, you know, a good graphic artist that could, mm-hmm. you know, work on our logo. So he introduced me to a, a guy by the name of Steve Soto out mm-hmm. of California, big time now. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I think it was just getting started out. Mm-hmm. So he asked me quite a few uh, different questions about, okay, what do you want? What is the vision mm-hmm. You know, of the company and stuff like that? So we went over that and uh, he sent three options. Mm-hmm. And one of the three was mm-hmm. the existing logo that we have now. And I was like, man, let's go with, that. Go with that. It has a corporate feel, but it has a little bit of fun to mm-hmm. it as well. Let's do it. So we created a website. And then we just started doing catering. Mm-hmm. I ended up transitioning away from uh, telecommunications and mm-hmm. mortgages. I would see account executives that are representing mm-hmm. different banks coming in and bringing food. I was like, hey, hey, how, what would, <laughs> how would you like to not have to make the stop before you come here? What, what would, How cool would it be to basically have the food? go where you needed yeah. to be, you know, uh, all the plates, utensils, mm-hmm. and everything, one-stop shop was there for you. Well, that benefit. you said, like, yeah. I said, well, hey, why don't you give us a shot? Mm-hmm. So from there, uh, it just exploded, yeah. you know? And then we, I didn't really know about farmers markets, but I, I remember right mm-hmm. by Federal Way on yeah. 320, saying, you know, what's going on here? <laughs> what's going on here? Two years ago, by the 3rd I'm like, forget <laughs> this. I want to check it out. And so I found out. And so... We uh, decided to take a, a leap of faith on that, yeah. and, um, you know, we, we started that farmer's market, and we ended up doing, like, Juanita Beach on the Fridays. Mm-hmm. We did Kirkland and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. We did the Tacoma 6th Ave and Tacoma Broadway. So we're, that's pretty much what we're doing outside of catering. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to Oregon and kind of got some inspiration mm-hmm. uh, from a food cart that was uh, really uh, decadent and stuff, with uh, Asian theme and mm-hmm. stuff, and then a the great food truck came out.
1: It's yeah, that's right. She's like, she's like <laughs> hey,
2: that's exactly what we're going to do. I'm like, let's do this. You know what I mean? And so and keep in mind, you know, uh, we didn't do any loans or anything. We had a little bit of savings yeah. from some investments that we did. And we basically just started with what we had. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember to this day, you know, Mm -hmm. when we were doing the farmer's market, it's interesting because Tacoma got it. They've seen us grow and expand from, from, you know, the grassroots. And so uh, we had these little butane stoves with little skillets trying to keep up with the demand, just, you know, turning it over, (laughs) you know, with tongs and stuff. I had two, my wife had Mm -hmm. two, and, you know, we had everything else going on and the line was humongous and Mm -hmm. we could not keep up. Mm -hmm. And it was just proving more and more that we were onto something. And so um, we, you know, keep expanding the flavors Mm -hmm. and adding more. Menu things onto the menu, but a lot of these things she makes at home already. And I'm like, hey, I think that's gonna be a great (laughs) idea to add to the menu. She's like, no, 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 I'm like, babe, just try it one time, please. Mm -hmm. Because she's so shy. Yeah you know and I'm like I, I, I just know it's gonna work every time it is a hit every single time <laughs> I and love so, that you
1: say that Eleanor's shy yeah. <laughs> because I feel like first of all I miss her I haven't seen her in a really long time <laughs> but I, I feel like with me she's really outgoing and yeah, loving yeah. and so when you say that she's shy, shy that's something I haven't really experienced because <laughs> she's always so so open yes ma'am and, yes, and yes, just ma'am. so loving and again like <laughs> makes really great food
2: which is testament to you you know <laughs> like this the gravitation you know <laughs> mm-hmm. what I mean yeah. how you're so warm and loving mm-hmm. and oh, you have a wonderful you. family and stuff too and so for us us is kinda mm-hmm. like you're like the mom, you know, kind of <laughs> the, the industry here. Yeah. You know, you gotta see a lot of us grow and, and mm-hmm. keep in contact over the years yeah. and it's been amazing. So sure. testament to you.
1: Oh yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um so let's talk a little bit about your fan family. <laughs> you
2: got it. <laughs> let's yeah.
1: talk about what are some of their favorite dishes? I mean, what what's really popular? With you know, ride? that's
2: a great question. Uh, I don't wanna sound cliche, but because it, it, it's been our mission to only have on the menu what we really do well. Yeah. But if I was to, I guess the best way for me to, I don't necessarily want to rank it, but I mean, Olympia's hands down, uh, yes, which yeah. is our flagship product, but the katsu. the katsu. Um, that, <laughs> that was just kind of like something that we were going to, we were going to do alternate lunch plates and, mm-hmm. and specials and such, but mm-hmm. it, it was a hit right off the right out the gate. And yeah. the cool thing about it is, you know, we don't use any egg for it. Mm-hmm. it the way she layers all the flavors, mm-hmm. it, it's just I think that's kind of testament too, and the fact that you fry it on the spot yeah. instead of ahead of time, yes. so you get it crispy right out of the fryer is amazing. Mm-hmm. Plus the sauce is made from scratch, which mm-hmm. she makes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say that that's a, definitely a crowd a favorite favorite. excuse me uh, it's
1: one of my favorites for yeah. sure oh man and, and just for our listeners Derek who might yeah. not know what chicken katsu is mm-hmm. chicken katsu is, is a piece of chicken <clears> throat> and throat> it's it's sort of fried up crispy and like yeah. a panko Japanese breadcrumb yes. sometimes right yes. um, and then you all serve it with some rice sexy or not yeah <laughs> right? there sexy, go sexy okay. is like a, uh, a Japanese seaweed mix uh, yes, with yeah. seaweed and seeds and spices in it and also a scoop of mac salad yes. right yes. which macaroni salad in Hawaii we love mm-hmm. and also so your choice of Colombia, is that right? That's
2: right. Yeah. That's right. You can choose any flavor. And in a, from a pricing standpoint, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter which flavor you go with, yeah. you can do whatever you can add more or whatever. You can swap out something. So we would like to give the fans the, a little bit of creativity to yeah. alter the plate if they want some won't they don't want rice, they will want to put ponset in there instead. Uh, if you don't want the full plate, which is what you described, you mm-hmm. can also get it uh, as a side item, mm-hmm. side katsu, or you can get it with rice or just max salad only. Mm-hmm. We have some people that get a little smorgasbord of everything, uh, yeah. especially first-timers that don't really know much about us. You know, it's a great way to kind of get their feet wet.
1: Yeah, and I will um, say that the portions are really generous and the prices are really reasonable. And for downtown Seattle, you all are in downtown Seattle uh, near Westlake Park on Wednesdays and Fridays. I think it's a really hard deal to beat because as even when I come and get one like that feeds me for two meals yes, you know and I eat a lot let's just yes, be real ma'am. with our listeners like I eat a lot like no joke I, I'm eating that for lunch and dinner and so again like it's not just good food it's a good portion at a great value and I think that's really what people are looking for and like you said food cooked from the heart like yes. you can feel that somebody cooked that like yes. you're back there and, yes. and you're doing it yes. you know you're yes. an owner and you are operating it every day and you're out I there killing it. it so is Eleanor you know just mm. running a different trailer or, or at the restaurant right yes, and so both of you are out there all the time.
2: It, it, you know, it's 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 really a, a blessing to be able to do this. You know, it's kind of funny because we were sitting in church at Christian Faith Center in Federal Way, and we had a um, opportunity. Uh, it was a vision conference that we were at, and we were attending a kind of a business seminar. And that's what really sparked us, too. Is like, how how cool would it be to operate in our giftings? Yeah. You know what I mean? For me, it's service. You know, that's big for me. Mm -hmm. And for her, I mean, she's just talented at cooking. Mm -hmm. I think for the first four years of our relationship, I used to ask her, you know, Ellen, what really drives you? Like, what could you do for the rest of your life that you're really passionate about? Yeah. She said cooking, and it's a true testament. And so we coupled the two together, and, mm-hmm. you know, here we are. And so, but, you know, it's not so much as, you know, sending, giving a, our kids a visual, mm-hmm. you know, but to be able to take an idea, take something we're passionate about, and to, again, try to leave a legacy for the kids, but yeah. also it happens to give us the opportunity to do great things out in the community.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like for
2: me, um, like when you mentioned 4th and Pine, uh-huh. uh, I remember when the email came out from the SDOT and they mm-hmm. said, hey, uh, we're looking for, you know, food trucks, but you have to be able to serve out of the left side. Yeah. And you know, it was kind of, they wanted to clean up the downtown mm-hmm. corridor a bit. And so we jumped out and we felt that that was a blessing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, not sixty seconds later, he had an email return where he's like, "Wow, I just put <laughs> out. I'm like, hey, man, I saw that I'm on top of this." And so, um, you know, and of course, you see, you know, people that are hungry. Yeah. You know, and 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 you know, I, it, it's a, I, it hurts my heart. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's just mm-hmm. one of the things that that I was blessed with. Um, and I'm like, "Hey, don't do that. Let me make a meal for you. You yeah. know what I mean? Forget that cold mm-hmm. stuff out of the trash stuff yeah. like that." And so, um, but it's kind of cool because you get to see some of the. Uh, the people that we've met mm-hmm. and they come back and their life has advanced yeah. and for them to come back and say hey thank you mm-hmm. that touches my heart yeah. you know what I mean it makes it you know all the mm-hmm. all the best you know when because mm-hmm. a lot of people a lot of times you don't see what goes on behind the scenes the yeah. long hours you know we have yeah. five kids of you course. know we have a special needs son mm-hmm. yep. that is um, extremely demanding of yeah. our time and so I think a lot of times, sometimes the fans, you know, they don't understand that, you know, yeah. that we are human, and that sometimes, you know, we appear like today we're late. You know, yeah. normally we serve at eleven thirty, mm-hmm. but we had to serve at twelve because, you know, he's sick, he's not mm-hmm. feeling well. We almost didn't make it, mm-hmm. but I'm like, you know, what? We got to, we got to, you know, mm-hmm. buckle down and let's make this happen. We have yeah. people counting on us to be there. So sometimes we're unable to do that. For it sure. just depends. But
1: and I think that you guys have done a really good <laughs> job being vulnerable with your mm-hmm. fans, and you know, explaining yes. some of your family situation yes. over the years. You are real people, and yes. and you're out there hustling and you have these other commitments that are equally if not more important than making money right yes
2: ma'am yes ma'am and and you know and to kind of go back a little bit about what you mentioned as far as the value and the price point you know we spent a lot of time before we really went full board with you know we didn't want to bring anything on the menu that we couldn't really provide a great value Mm -hmm. you know what i mean we don't want to gouge anyone i think we've only raised our prices like once
1: i'm pretty sure that's true.
2: and you know of course all the ingredients and everything are increasing but Mm -hmm. we built a buffer yeah, to to be able to sustain that, you know, mm-hmm. for quite a while. Yeah. So we're not like, okay, well, hey, you know, this year we're gonna raise it, you know, totally. but or next year, a buck then two, but you know, what I mean,
1: and that's, that's smart business. Yeah,
2: it you did, it. you know, and we just kind of parlayed what we've learned along the way in mm-hmm. all the industries that we've been in. Which for me, I've been, I've, I mean, I've been in the military, fashion design, production, I mean, all that stuff, and just, I could keep on going. Mm-hmm. But to to settle into something that was just an idea, a yeah. dream, I, I to this day, <laughs> it's still surreal for me, mm-hmm. and I absolutely. Absolutely, We really mean, like, when you come see us, we want you to feel like family. Mm-hmm. We don't want it to seem transactional, mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm exchanging funds for mm-hmm. a product. That's mm-hmm. not, we don't even have customers. That's We have fan family. Yeah. <laughs> and that's really important to us because, I mean, I, you know, for us, I like, I, I refer to, hey, this is us. Mm-hmm. We're all doing this together. Mm-hmm. There's no way we can do it by yeah. ourselves. You know, for you to choose to come see us mm-hmm. when there's plenty of options out there, yeah. that means a lot. And we want you to feel that we want the yeah. food to look good, we want it to taste good, mm-hmm. we want to be, like you mentioned, viable. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we start with the experience first and totally. work backwards.
1: And so. and I think that you guys do a really good job about making me feel special and yes, everyone ma'am. else. I mean, here's the deal. Like you know I go to a lot of food trucks. Yes, like ma'am. that's no joke, right? Yes, ma'am. I have food trucks I've been going to for five years and they mm-hmm. won't even they don't even acknowledge me or my name. <sighs> And they'll just pretend like I'm any other customer, which is cool. But again, if I've been supporting your business consistently for years and choosing you and marketing you and and to not even call me out by name. And these are the same people. These are not like, you know, transitional workers, right? These are like actually the people who operate the truck. And that always just blows me away. Whereas like, even if I'm not stopping by, I stop by to say hi to you guys because (sighs) it means something. It matters, right? Tell me a little bit about what you got in store for the future. Like what's, what are Olympia? World's plans because it sounds like y'all always
2: <laughs> got a plan, right? Yeah, yes, and you know I, I gotta I gotta admit that you know I call her Mama, you know mm-hmm. Mama, you know if, if if there's an idea, you know we have to, if, you can't just come half way with it, yeah. you know you have to. She wants to you know up and down, sideways, diagonal, whatever if this is gonna work. So um, as far as our plans, we're in, literally in the preliminary stages of doing breakfast, awesome. And so we're playing around with the menu, like we want to do some. Uh, I think we carried it a couple of times in the truck bacon, uh, garlic mm-hmm. rice or just yep. garlic rice fried egg mm-hmm. or easy mm-hmm. egg mm-hmm. Um, she has this oh my gosh she does this thing with Spam it's just <laughs> unbelievable and so that, or Tosino, or yes. uh,
1: Nisa. Uh, yes, I'm you waiting know. for you to say yeah. those words. Those are so, the words I'm yeah. waiting for.
2: So we're working on that. Awesome. Um, and uh, so hopefully we'll be able to launch that here pretty shortly. Okay. But uh, of course, we want to make sure that, you know, something that we could you know, really, really go with uh, that. Um, we're also um, working on, kind of, Seasonal Olympia, like seasonal uh, yeah. things that we want to do. Um, like we, we launched a campfire. Yeah. Um, then next week maybe we'll you know launch something else that we've kind of been in a hopper. Like we're working on an apple version. We got a little, a little apple origin in our personal property, mm-hmm. and so we've been toying around with that. I was hoping to launch that yeah. two years ago, mm-hmm. but it's important that the integrity of the Olympia remains the same in yeah. comparison to its counterparts today. Already exists on a menu. Mm-hmm. So, but that's kind of the next one that you're probably going to yeah. see here pretty soon. But yeah, we, we want to just keep bringing just wacky stuff, you know? Yeah,
1: I mean? I mean, I think, well, you already know my favorites. I mean, <laughs> you know, I love ginger pork with yes, the garlic sauce. And then for dessert, I love the old RPL. And I, I don't even know that's if you true. call it publicly that anymore. Like, I'll always call <laughs> see, it that. No, but, no, but, you know, for, for, for our listeners, it's a dessert lumpia, and there's a Thai coconut rice pudding in there. Mm-hmm. And then it's got caramel sauce and powdered sugar. and toasted coconut and it's so sweet and so perfect and I mean you and Eleanor and everyone else on the truck knows I love to get that even if I don't order it somehow one manages to make its way (laughs) into my order and into my belly (laughs) but you're right so you did just launch the campfire Mm -hmm. and for listeners who might have missed my Instagram or my Twitter it's a take on s'mores right and so Mm you've got some yummy chocolate in there and what I love is that you put peanut butter in there Mm -hmm. and that Mm -hmm. peanut butter just gives it just a really nice nuttiness with that cream Creaminess of the chocolate and some marshmallows and some graham crackers. Yes, ma'am. And uh, a little bit of powdered sugar on the end. And so I think what what makes me feel good about eating these is that I don't have to feel guilty about eating a dessert because it's the price point is right. It's delicious. I feel satisfied afterwards. And um, I love the idea of seasonal flavors. Um, yeah. And so really excited to see some of those come out.
2: Yeah, it is kind of cool because we've been you know since we've been doing the farmers markets for quite a while, mm-hmm. uh, we've created some wonderful relationships mm-hmm. and connections where we. we. We can uh, really get a lot of local greens, which is really important for us. You know, as we're being supported, we want to... Circulate that yeah. support, you know, amongst you know our our city, our, our state, mm-hmm. so to speak. It, you know, our, our inspiration comes from different things, like the Thai coconut, mm-hmm. you know, which is what we call it now. A lot of people don't know we started out yeah. with
1: because you know they don't understand that for some reason. Yeah. So
2: um, my wife was like, "Okay, why don't we spin it this way?" Yeah. But you know, it's funny. We used to actually go to um, a restaurant in Pacific Place. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if you ever went there. It was like a Spanish style restaurant at the top.
1: Oh, they I turn over the so deep. much. I don't
2: remember. Yeah. It. yeah. They, they They uh, serve this mango Mm -hmm. ice cream, um, but they also serve um, this this rice, sticky rice with the mango, and it just was such a hit to my palate, and I was like, man, so that's where that came from, Mm -hmm. you know, and of course, camping and and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, that's kind of where the name campfire Mm -hmm. came from. So we, we draw from from different things that we've we've tried along the way at yeah. different restaurants or what we see on TV. Ninety mm-hmm. percent of the time, the at home the television is on the Food Network. Mm-hmm. You know, she, <laughs> she controls that, and so that's kind of cool because we kind of all adopted that, and so it kind of plays into what we do as yeah. well. So,
1: all right. So, um, this is a food podcast, and so we always love to ask people, what are you excited about? Like, what are you eating? Um, It could be something that you're cooking, or like a type of cuisine, or Mm -hmm. like a restaurant uh, that you're really hot on right now. Uh, People are always looking for new ideas about food and where to eat.
2: Great question. Considering, because our plate is so full, we don't really Mm -hmm. get the opportunity to go out as much as we want. I want to say, we have probably went out to a restaurant in... The last restaurant we went to was uh, where you at, Matt? Oh yeah. Uh, his restaurant, and gosh, we me everything there. That so-
1: uh, did you have the cornmeal fried chicken? Absolutely. That cornmeal fried chicken blew me away oh, every time, and of course, an order of beignets. My, yes, <laughs> right. you
2: cannot get away without having that. We had a pork chop that was to die for. Yeah. And these, the they're not hush puppies, but or maybe they are. I don't know what.
1: Um, I the, I think he does call them hush puppies. Okay. Yeah, I gosh. think he calls them those. Yeah. I, I would just. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Those.
2: But anyway. Yeah, we're, um, we're talking about <laughs>
1: Chef uh, Matt Lewis, y'all, and he uh, he has a food truck where you're at, Matt, and used to have a, a restaurant in um, Fremont called yeah. uh, Restaurant Rue, yes, which right. is now closed and has been replaced by La Oh, I haven't
2: been there yet. I'm going to have to check that out. But my wife does a lot of cooking at home uh, on a weekly basis. She makes fuzz, so We love uh, Vietnamese food. Uh, and she makes that from scratch and it is, that's amazing. I mean, the whole family comes mm-hmm. uh, and, we, you know, we didn't have that many bowls, so mm-hmm. they literally bought bowls. So we have this huge <laughs> cabin of all these bowls, you know, so when everybody comes and she makes it, they come running. And so, because we used to go out for that quite a bit, but mm-hmm. she pretty much mastered that. And yeah. so we always have Korean barbecue oh, that's uh, every week as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the the fixing I think I did a little video on our Instagram we were kind of in our tin in the Mm -hmm. front yard and the onions the meat the garlic and everything on there and then she makes amazing Italian food as well bolognese sauce Mm -hmm. scratch I mean the whole nine I mean it's just she's just super talented and like the kids will say, hey mom, I want to, I want, I want, you know, something as similar as a burger. Okay, well, it can't just be a regular burger. Yeah, I just soup mix in mm-hmm. there. It's got to be, you know, onion, poppy seed, mm-hmm. you know. Like she, mm-hmm. she goes to the bitter end, mm-hmm. not only for the kids but also for the fans as well. So yeah. that's pretty much what's going on with yeah. us. And she'll surprise us with something, yeah. you know. She'll research and we'll come home and totally. like this whole new surprise, spread that yeah. we never tried. And, but, yeah, I, I, it, there's no way. That's
0: I, great, to hear. I, And you see
2: me a lot. Totally. You know, but it's really, she's the, yeah. she's the, the, the mastermind behind all of this. I'm just blessed to be able to talk about it and share mm-hmm.
1: it. And, you know, I think a lot of people think about food trucks is offering lunch service from 11 to 2. What they don't get is the amount of prep and how early in the morning you need to get there and how much cleanup there is at the end of the day. And if you're doing catering and if during the summertime you have all these weekend events, like how much staff and how much product it takes to generate. And so, you know, it's understandable that you're busy and I just love that hear about Eleanor's home cooked meals. And uh, we're almost out of time, but before we go, I want to make sure that people can find you in social media. Absolutely. And so uh, where where are you the most, and how can they find you? Wow,
2: we're uh, pretty heavy on, you know, your Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. and Instagram. Those are the main three that yes. we're on. Um, and it's just loopy World, all yeah. one word, yeah. for all three of those platforms. Right. Um Of course, you can go to the website, too, which we're always tweaking and doing things, too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I've seen
1: that. I've seen, yeah. <laughs> I've seen some changes going on with the website. Yes, yeah. we
2: got some other, you know, oh, i mention as far as what, Uh, Real quickly, uh, what we're looking to do, uh, beefing up our catering, simplified Mm -hmm. options, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, that you could plug and play. You know what I mean? Uh, You know, gluten-free, vegan, vegetarian, Mm -hmm. all those. We play in those sectors. But uh, we, we just want to be readily available for, for people that want kind of a different twist to lunch from a business setting or even a personal setting. Yep. So uh, as I always say, come, you know, as we always say, just come come see us, you know, whether it's in Federal Way or mm-hmm. ra- around town. Yep. we Just give us opportunity. We'll, we'll take care of the rest. For
1: sure. And I've also used your catering services for my work as well. Thank, so you, thank you so much. much. A lot of
2: fun. <laughs> all
1: right. So that's all the time we have today. Thank you so much for joining me, Derek.
2: Thank you so much for having me. Bless you.
1: And that's our interview with Derek Ellis from Lumpia World. Since the interview aired, we learned a little bit more about some exciting things happening with Lumpia World. So what they're doing now is they are shipping frozen Lumpia to all 50 states. So no matter where you live in the country, whether or not you have lumpia accessible to you now it is. And so you can order that online on their website. Shipping is typically on Monday and Tuesday, and they will ship on Wednesday only if it's an express delivery. So for those of you anywhere where there a lumpia now you can get
0: it. Oh, that's awesome. The ginger pork, Monica, I have to agree with you. That is probably my favorite lumpia out of all of them.
1: Me too. Um, you know, while my family was here, I had an excuse to buy a family meal because it always looks weird when there's just like one lady over there buying like 20 pieces of Olympia and two sides. Um, so because I had my family with me, I finally had an excuse <laughs> to do that. And um, the, the, the young man that was taking my order asked me what kind of Olympia. I'm just like, all
0: ginger pork.
1: <laughs> and pro tip, get that garlic sauce because that's really what takes it over the edge.
0: Awesome. Yeah, you steered me to Lumpia World, and I got that Katsu at the S. O. U market one time mm-hmm. a while back. I mean, eons ago now, but... That thing fed me for like four meals. I'm not kidding you.
1: (laughs) I know. They are so great. Such a great family-oriented business that's committed to community. Um, Just beautiful.
0: I love it. Well, that's pretty much our show for today. Don't forget, Blazing Bagels has a giveaway, $10, $25 gift cards. Vote for either Moni B. Seattle or Nelson Eats. And then also, I have my own giveaway at Snout & Co. this Monday. Pretty much, that's it. Monica, anything else? Nope. That's about it. I guess we'll be talking to folks next week. Awesome. We're going to go eat some more this week and otherwise happy eating Seattle.